And we're back with the Please Don't Kill Us podcast. It's Dylan and Big B and Nathan Please Future don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Today we're going to come back at you with some more uh, variants of opinions on today's topics. I think we're going to start us off with the uh, CDC's vote on Thursday. Uh, I guess, what's today? October the... 18th. 18th. So it'll be the 20th that this vote goes down to... Two days. So that means you heard this right fresh, right before the vote hit. They're they're voting to see if um, the mRNA COVID vaccination should be added to the immunization scheduling for infants. And so... It has some implications that I think we're going to get into, and we have some other topics to bring to you guys today. I seen, I did see something on, um, I think Nathan Future may have sent it to me, but it was about um, how, excuse me, uh, there have been a, a famous, I can't remember the name of it, though it's going to bother me, somebody, a listener, helped me out, because we had listeners help us out last time. We had a couple of people give some suggestions. We heard y'all out there. Y'all want to hear people to call in and give a different opinion, right? We we heard you. We heard you. We get your, your feedback. Thank you. We appreciate it. I ain't going to shout you out by name or nothing, you know. But uh, but we're low budget. Th- we're low budget, <laughs> though. Well, yeah. For, I'm just learning this fucking app, all right? So <laughs> right. just give me a minute, all right? I'm, right. They got the old man doing the app. That tells you what kind of podcast this is. I mean, we can definitely saying. pull people on to talk, and that's what it's about is having yeah. a discussion and being open with everybody. Like, you know, even if you disagree, you still won't be able to hear other people's opinions. Ideally, and getting back to leaving your comments, leave tag some people you want to hear us talking to. You know, if you have an oh, opinion yeah. that's opposite to ours, please tag us. Tell me if you want to come on the podcast. There's open invitations. We got a couple, a couple of invitations already. Dude, I just thought I was going to talk about this when we were pre-gaming it, but, uh, and I totally forgot until right this second, but did uh, you hear what, what's been going on with the chain? Well, we'll talk about it at some point, but now that I've thought about it, the uh, uh, what happened with the uh, Saeed guy or whatever? They just a- had some, Saeed. Yeah, yeah. Just had That's hilarious because that, that guy's been released from prison. Yeah. And uh, you know who had, I'm not trying to gloat, but I'm that guy. I'm going to do it because I'm extra. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> we actually had... It's going to kill me now because I had her name on tip my tongue. I forgot it. But uh, we had a lot. Yeah. I, don't I know. wish I could save you here. but uh, I know. I'm so sorry. It was our very first episode of PDKU. Yeah. Our very first one. And I was able to get a lady who was detrimental in helping him get taken care of. And she actually called in and talked. And me and Hunter had to do it in the car. Because we had no other choice. And it came out good. Asia McLean is her name. Yeah. And she was on the uh, first season of Serial. And I'm not trying to put this podcast over, but go back and listen to that to tell you what kind of character that lady had that she would call a little podunk podcast. And what well, the time we were, well, we, was in, we was in Kentucky at the time. But still, she texted me back and said, I like small potatoes. Let's do this podcast. I said, we're a small potatoes podcast, but we've all listened to Serial. That was so cool. Yeah. And the fact that here yeah, it is. Shout out. Yep, now it's 10 years later, and the man that she has been trying to free for 10 years, you know, she was at, she showed up, was ready every time to say, I saw this man at the time you said he killed somebody. 
There's no way, you know, I could have saw him at this time and all these different things happened in timeline-wise. And so he was just released and Yes, he was released from prison and cleared of all the charges. A lot of people come back and say, hey, well, it was a Brady violation. They didn't do this in court beforehand, so that's why he got released. But bottom line is, yes, criminals may get released in this case may, here. May, at, a, at an alarming rate Yes. now, which but, that should be something we'll talk about. Me in the next yes, one. Yes, I don't want to, but this together, one here, but, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I, don't, I thought after listening to the podcast, I don't think he did it. He had to have a really bad, I mean, he had to have the worst day of his life in order to not have done it. But I think that 17-year-old kid had the worst day of his life. How many 17-year-old kids sit in prison waiting for, that don't get the coverage that, he got that oh. sit in prison waiting for evidence I bet there's in one direction or the other. I'm listening to a podcast right now. Uh, it's called Proof. It's about two boys that were, when they were 16 and 17 years old, they were convicted of murder in Rome, Georgia. And the reason why is because the police and the chief there, had a, they hated these kids. These kids would spit on them, spit in their food. They hated the police and the police hated them. Because these kids in Rome, Georgia in the 80s, thought that they were delinquents and thugs. Like, they would break into somebody's house and steal something. But there's two of them that have been in jail for 30 years. Almost 30 years. That's crazy. Um, that podcast there is called Proof. And if you want to check it out, you can check it out on iTunes and everything else. This is a free plug for you guys. I'm just That's what I'm listening to currently. That's why I wanted to let you know. Um, your topic of the night, Nathan Future. Uh, I mean, just, you know, it's always about freedom and just the things that I feel are important freedom. to bring up to people. To I'm going to see if that George us. Michael song is in, if yeah. it's in public domain. If it is, I think we just found our podcast theme song. Help us get a podcast theme song. Yeah. Listeners, hit us up. I don't care who you get up, one of us. At PDKU Podcast on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. I think it's PDKU Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you got plenty of ways to get on all of that. TikTok profile coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dylan's going to take care of that. Of course, it would be the younger generation, you know, freedom. And we want you to learn about different generations because you should respect your elders for one. And also, elders, you need to give the kids a chance. You know, you really do. I'm sorry. It's rough sometimes. I'm a father of two teenagers, and it's fucking rough, man. I think, I think what it comes down to is that from the perspectives as the used-to-be younger person, you know, you're just ready to throw everything you got at the older person and just mm-hmm. see what sticks and what you get back. And that's, I think that's what it is as older persons roll now. Let me just absorb as much as you're going to give me. Let me process it in my old man brain with a little bit of wisdom, and then let me regurgitate it back to you in a way that maybe you can understand. And, and, and half the time, they're not going to understand that, but the next two days later, their dumbass little 18-year-old friend will tell them that. And they'll come back and go, yo, dad, guess what? Right. Oh, yeah. You know, the other day when you was talking about, you know, I shouldn't deep throw the penis. You know, no, I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Nah, but, man, know, I've, had, I've had several of Nathan's friends reach out, you know, like, hey, man, you know, what, what about this or that? They want advice, know? yeah. Yeah, so it's, and it's cool. I mean, because, you know, you want to, I mean, I feel like I, even though I have my opinions, I'm pretty level-headed and feel like I can give, I mean, I always approach everything under the mindset of what's the other person going to be like? How are they going to be affected by it? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put myself over right here. It'll take less than two minutes, I promise. I doubt that. No, it will. It will. Uh, I got to one-up them. You know what I'm saying? That's our mm-hmm. role because I'm the older generation. So I got to one-up the young buck. You know what I'm saying? But no, he's he's absolutely right. I've asked him for advice. He's 10 years younger than me. I've called him up asking for advice. Uh, this guy right here has been there for me when I needed him. But at the same time, the, the, the funny part to me is that I'm the exact opposite. Like, my son's friends are like, 
Your dad's like Tony Soprano. I don't want to fucking talk to him. (laughs) It's awful. That's so terrible. And Chase told me that after he recently started watching Sopranos, which I'm happy for him because he's 18 and he should already fucking watched it. But that's okay. That's my fault as a dad. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shit, I never watched it. What are you talking about? You never watched Sopranos? I mean, I've seen episodes of it, but I didn't really watch it. But you know exactly what we're talking about. You just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know from start to finish. You as a huge slice of Americana. Yeah, it's definitely like... Oh, dude. The thing is, I found out from when some the other son tells everybody... Dude, my dad's just like Tony Soprano. If you ever watch Sopranos, oh my god, he acts just like him. He talks like him. He says the same shit. <laughs> He's like, you stole my dad stole his whole shtick from. I was like, hold on, no, I did not. Only I, a portion. Only a portion <laughs> right. of that stick. Right. The rest has been stolen over years. Okay. Right. But yeah. Like one part of the time, what's Johnny Cash's song? Where yeah. he's like, I'm gonna get a Cadillac. As he's working in the factory one yep. over a long period of time. Yeah. He yep. goes, I get one piece of it. He goes, I got a piece of a 77 Ford. He goes, and by the time I left, I had me a Dodge Chevy. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's he, a good song. Yeah, it is. Johnny um, Cash is good. My son has a sweatshirt, man. I, he's, I told him to give it to somebody who wanted to buy it. You know, I would sell it to him. But it has the middle finger on the front, on the back. But at the same time, that picture. But on the front, it has his date of uh, birth and death. So it was made right after, mm. and it was my brother's, and I wasn't going to get rid of it, but there's no way I'm going to get down to a large, dude. It's never know, in my a, life. That's a pretty awesome sweatshirt, and like vintage sweatshirts are Oh, it's worth a lot of money, age. but I can't get rid of it right no, now. I don't want to get rid of it. You'll get down to it. I don't want to get rid of it. I want, I want to find somebody to give it to. You know what I'm saying? They'll appreciate it and rock it and wear it. Danny the other day, he had a Tom Segura sweatshirt. I got so much more respect for Danny right now. If you're listening to this, no, seriously, I like Tom Segura. I mean, I, that impressed an old man, you know what I'm saying? Because we both know who that is. And that dude's like two generations. He's like your generation. He's two generations below me. I uh, love their podcast the uh, with Bert and Tom. What's oh. it? Two Bears, One Mike? Or... Yeah, oh, dude. Bart Kaiser's great in everything he does. I don't care what anybody says. People are like, the comedian with no shirt on? I'm like, yep, that's my dude. He have a thong on it, too. He don't care. He was selling soul to the devil for a dollar. So that's good. But he's also <laughs> genuine. Good. What the fuck? It's fucking good. No, no. He ain't afraid to step out of his comfort zone and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, to watch him make other people step out of their comfort zone is fucking hilarious to me. I mean, yeah, maybe playing, but it's still real funny. Like when he walks out on women and he's like, his ass is hanging out. He's like, hey, guess what? And like some of them are like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Fuck you, Bert. You're going to hear about this shit in the email. Mm-hmm. Why, There's a couple out. of episodes where he's even pushed them like physically, like putting them in situations ice, like and then ice get framed. and then go, yeah. yeah, yeah, getting whipped and dude, him and Joey Diaz Russian. and Tom Segura smoked the biggest fucking J I've ever seen in my life. Like rode in a Hawaiian paper in Hawaii, and they were passing them a fuck around the whole time, just laughing. Oh, I mean, because look at who you're sitting with. They're fucking hilarious. Like they're testing their material on each other constantly. Like if you can make a bunch of other comedians laugh, like you're guaranteed to go out and you know slay them on stage. Yeah. Speaking of slaying on stage, it's eleven minutes in. I'm sorry, but I, I gotta say, Kevin Hart, dude. I love you, man, but man, your tickets are fucking high, dude. I've been trying to get it. I want to see Kevin Hart. Dude, if you want to sit somewhere close, at least three, three and a half bills. That's Dave Chappelle money to me. You know, I pay that money to see Dave Chappelle. I ain't gonna lie. I really would because I love Dave Chappelle. I mean, it's Kevin Hart, though. Who, like, yeah, he's number two. Yeah. I mean, well, well, maybe Bill Barr. Tom Segura. I would pay money for, for, for Tom Segura. I wouldn't pay three bills, but I'd pay probably 152. 
You see him in a in someplace nice. Not Yum, maybe the fucking Mercury Center or whatever it is. Uh, Kentucky International Commission Center. Mercury see, Ballroom. With Mercury that, Ball. all, like, I just don't know how much new material I'm getting going to a show. So I'm like, oh, yeah. the joke delivery, shit. I guess that's part of it too. Live. But if you hear some shit, some shit that you've heard on Netflix before, you're going to be like, I just I paid, paid how much to come in here and listen <laughs> to My Netflix is twelve ninety nine a month. What? <laughs> yep. Exactly. Go ahead, sir, with your CDC. I'm sorry for the sidebar, but uh, I, I want to talk about comedians for a while because one of our buddies, man, he's going to be doing stand-up comedy tomorrow night. Y'all, y'all, y'all baby, maybe get a chance to hear this. If you do, live in Louisville, Comedy Caravan, open mic night, Wednesday, October 20th. Is that correct? No. October 19th. So you got any content out there? Uh, dude, he's just now freshly starting, but he used to be a, a fantastic I'm looking for my phone so I can look it up. Right, and it's I'm right. Recording there on my fucking phone, so I can't. I'm not gonna fuck with it. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be good to go. I'm telling you, it should be funny. CDC is trying to make it to where in this country, your free country of America, that take it over, Dylan Drumroll. Uh, they are pushing forward to make. The scheduling for infants' immunizations include the experimental with negative cases coming out every day mRNA vaccine, a part of school regulation, all the stuff that you have to have done already. This experimental vaccine is getting added to the list of other vaccines that, you know, we won't even have a conversation about those that are already on the list for kids to avoid the anti-vaxxer um oh dude this dude right here has been on the anti-vaxxer list forever and gives zero fucks gives oh, I, zero I fucks and you know what i respect that dude because that you know what i'm saying i'm og so i respect that dude because that because he has never wavered from that opinion go ahead i'm sorry well i think nathan's got us on this one no well i mean i i think that so here's the thing i think the idea and the concept of vaccines are amazing obviously if we have the technology, Dude, the don't capability. Don't precursor your shit. No, no, what I'm saying is this. If we had the capability, the technology, and the trust in our institutions to be able to rely on that, I think it's, it may be up to a certain point we have. Maybe they've just been flawed. I doubt it. But maybe they've just been he flawed in different it. ways, right? <laughs> Maybe it just so happens that they give you cancer or they give you That's whatever. my dude right there. there or that Straight the, to the big C. Well, I you mean, know? I'm just saying. You know. I'm surprised he didn't say AIDS first. Well, I, what was the one? What's the, I'm not fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Nah, you know, nah, you know nah, I'm busting well, balls. I mean, but, but you know, ultimately now the COVID vaccine gives you a variation of AIDS. Like there's people that, yeah, there's people that's had worse reaction to the COVID vaccine than they ever had to the, the, the actual disease COVID itself. But there's also people that have died from the vaccine, from what I understand. But it's I don't think deadliest, it's the Listen to me. It's the deadliest vaccine that has ever been created. There and you it's go. In a sense that based off of the VAERS report, it is reported that I think it's anywhere from fifteen to 25,000 have died from this vaccine compared to any other vaccines prior to that. Once it hits a certain number, it's a red flag. They stop production on it. And then we figure out what the fuck is going on. This but one, not this that bitch. did not happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. Because they didn't put too much money and effort in getting this motherfucker out and getting and you indoctrinated. With the VAERS reporting, I think that you may have a little bit of a political skew where because it's been politicized to the extent, there's going to be more reports that are going to be 
responding, but I ultimately agree that this is still an experimental, like, I'm not going to get into the other vaccinations because they're not the ones at hand this week. Right, right. But, right. um, yeah, because that could be episode by itself. Yeah, there are yeah. definitely, um, adverse reactions that are occurring with this vaccine and the fact that they are pushing this through to our children, which is also um, just coincidentally going to give them the um, lack of accountability when it comes to coming under scrutiny or lawsuit in the future. If this gets approved, they won't have to have any um, liability. The same effect as with the basically what's happened with the COVID vaccine before. I mean, go ahead. Ba- I'm sorry. Bas- no, you're good. Basically, if you're Pfizer, if you're Moderna, if you're any of these, this is the holy grail for you because this ultimately means you can't be held liable for any of the damages that you have caused, and that in all, in my opinion, that was perpetuated by politicians, performers of all varieties, sports, music, actors, whatever, uh, all varieties. Uh, doctors, um, uh, government officials, Dr. Fauci, uh, all colluded together to scare the population into taking something. Now that they admit colluded, that they did not test it for its ability to stop transmission, they didn't even test it for that, and now they're requ- they're going to require it or try as hard as they can to require without legally going through the process of getting it added to. To make kids have to take the shot that they admit will not stop transmission. So then, what is the fucking point? What is the point? Well, I think the point is the fact that you know how much less liability they have if 10% more of the population is vaccinated than it's not. Think of how much less liability they have. How much numbers are going to increase on their positive side. Because so many people with the the stat, the jab's not going to affect till. 10, 20 years down the road, maybe. Oh, yeah. Overall, your health is, I mean, now again, there are obviously doctors that are saying things on both sides, but yes, kind of comes down to what I was going to talk about, which we don't have to get to yet, but yeah. the idea, uh, and, and I'm going to butcher the quote, so this is a paraphrase of it, That's but right. you don't cut out a man's tongue because you, you don't want to silence him. You cut out his tongue because you don't want to hear, you don't want other people to hear what he has to say. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, when you're seeing doctors getting silenced and kicked off of things, back when it started, who are now, two and a half years later, two years later, now it's like, oh, okay, well, you're right about this. Oh, damn, you're right about that. Then, you know, you're right about that too. You were right, actually. You know, uh, you're banned off of everything still, but um, we, we've now admitted it's quietly in the night. Even though it was the hottest news story for the past two years, we've now brought this back out under the you know silence. And yeah, you're right. By the way, thanks. Crickets. That's what you know. Crickets were playing when they when that was it was on to something else. It was on to the slap at the Oscars. It was on to something else. People's minds are so you're so single. I'm the same way. Like I'm like oh man, such a such dad, you know. Lorena Lynn died. The biggest story. That whole day, I was like Lorena Lynn died. Uh, coal miner's daughter. You know, that was, I remember the lines from the movie. That's how much an old man I am. You know, but that whole day, you know, whatever was happening, shit, Bitcoin could have made like $10 million a day and I would have been like, dog, you know, Cole Miner's daughter died. Hey, look at that picture of me. 
<laughs> I remember I saw those when they first hit Instagram. It That's hilarious too because you're like a 40 year old man looking like an 18 year old thug <laughs> dickhead, like the kind of dickhead you see at Jerry's and you just want to cuss out. You know what I'm saying? That's an inside joke, by the way. Yeah, I think that um, the vaccines have proven to be some people's mind probably like the 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 cures worse than the disease. I hate to say that, and that's no disrespect. My my mother died of COVID with complications, so I can say that wholeheartedly that some people feel that way. Me personally, I feel like uh, Bill Burr, lots of other comedians have said it. I'm not saying I'm a comedian, but uh, man, culling the herd, period, end of story. No matter what, I ain't saying anybody released anything. I ain't saying any of that. I'm saying since COVID came along, there is 1.5 million less people in the United States of America, period, end of story. I don't care what anybody has to say. Not in America, but... No, in America. 1.5 million? 1.5 million. In America. Not in America? In America. But that's also... <laughs> Comorbidity inclusions, which we're not going to get into. I think that you um, have an emotional attachment to that part. Yeah, it's hard for me to open my eyes further. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, because if you open it and it's something even worse, then you it's, it's going to make me even matter. You know, because my mom died on Christmas, dog. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and you didn't get to go into the room with her Fuck for no. fear of nope. transmission or whatever. I had to listen to my mom struggling for a breath to tell me bye. You know what I'm saying? It's rough. It's rough. I ain't it gonna is lie. Rough. Um, but we're here to share these experiences with you so that when you people understand that we're not bullshit when we come out here, we're not just trying to have an act or a show, or whatever. This is us, man. This is Dylan, Brian, and, and, you know, whatever you want to call me, Nate the Future, Nick, whatever you want to call us. You know what I'm saying? Vic T. Miles, whatever. Kurt Hendricks. With the <laughs> misinformation label, like the biggest problem, like what you were saying, with people being censored and then months later you come back and the thing that was being censored is now the accepted viewpoint of like mainstream media that was deploying their fact checkers to Who say that this was forgot. wrong. Yeah, they completely forgot. To it's like, like oh, pacify people. It, it leads to a belief where it's like, maybe we shouldn't just immediately assume something from either direction. Yeah. Maybe we should take a step back and really look at this and let multiple sources give their opinion on the situation instead of one side being able to just control the narrative constantly and silence opposition to their opinion because i mean freedom everybody i think we are going to operate as a human race better with everyone's voice being um their voice and uninterrupted uncensored not under fear coercive tactics from big government big business you know, I have family members that were threatened with losing their livelihood of their family, whether they got this vaccination right. oh, yeah. or not. And, you know, I'm point, never going to forget it. At that point, it. it becomes a no-brainer. You know what I'm saying? At what? that point, it becomes a no-brainer. I'm sorry. Some people have the luxury of saying, no, fuck that. I'm going to stand by my morals. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. You had your hand up. I'm sorry. No, I mean, but it, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the problem. It's like, you know, it. It brought bravery, you know, that we used to identify with, like, policemen, firefighters, soldiers, pilots, you know, all these people who did these extraordinary things. It brought it to your front door because it's like, okay, well, at this point now you're 
you know, you can't travel, you know, like, you know, where it's at now, you know, Charlene wants to, you know, her daughter's got an opportunity to go on a trip. She has to get vaccinated before she can go to another fucking country. Take a vaccine that you know can't stop transmission and they admit it. The people who are telling you you have to take it tell you they it will not stop you from getting it. But still, you have to take it to leave the country or come back, whatever, whichever one it is. And that was the biggest coercive point. Was It wasn't even, like, they tried to say, oh, it'll make your symptoms lessen. But they never said you weren't going to get it. They started saying, well, you're not going to spread it to others. And now we've and completely shot that. That is a lot. Right. We, the uh, CEO of Pfizer in the last week has come out and it admitted that verbally in an interview that yeah. like it does not stop transmission. Right. So So what's the purpose to getting the vaccine, guys? It's it's all a matter of control. control. And it's well, just now, like somebody well, close now, to us go ahead, finish it. I'll well now you. you have Boston University sorry to get off topic, no, no, but that's not creating a creating a COVID variant that has like an eighty percent kill rate. Right, right. Uh for what purpose I don't know, as a, a citizen who's lived in the world and we're, you know, just got done dealing with this shit, why are they fucking with that? That's some Gestapo shit, like that? the experimental right. stuff they used to do right. on people back there in is, the day. There is zero benefit to it because what seems so common sense is you're creating something. So no matter what it is on its own, no matter what it is over here... You're doing something to it to manipulate it so it's not going to create anything other than what you want to bring up. It, it's not that you're creating something. So, therefore, whatever it is out of nature, unmolested, untouched, unbothered, it's not the same thing that you have now brought into the lab, controlled, and started fucking injecting shit here and there. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we still funding it? Why are we putting money into it? Why are we allowing it? I mean, it all comes down to the overall thought process of control, and we have been rocked asleep. We're in a fucking lull as a society where people just can't. They just can't. And we we benefit from these technological experiments. Like, I'm not trying to hinder the scientific community. Of course not. There's it a just process. seems like there's some safeguards that clearly need to be put in place on some of this stuff. Like, I'm thankful that, I mean, I guess we that's a whole episode talking about Elon Musk's advancements in technology, but for the sake of the discussion on Real quick, though, is Elon Musk the guy who makes those advancements in technology, or is he the guy that fills in the gaps and gets the guy who knows how to do it he's to in, do this, and he puts all the pieces people, together? Yeah. He's the fucking pu- he's the fucking puppet master. I think he's the he's one who puts all the right good. people together, and he puts the pu- he puts it together to fit whatever narrative he wants. It's a good mix of both, I would imagine, because yeah. he's a oh he's brilliant like, as fuck too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Well, and he's got the Neuralink in his head, which is freedom moving towards this. It should everyone have this chip in their brain that assists them in being a better human being, and you know you could control behaviors like. You know, because that kind of seems like where they're going with Neuralink and the vaccination that is becoming mandated at birth. Like, what happens when they come to mandate that you have this Neuralink implanted in your brain at birth? Yeah. And, you know, we're not, I know that sounds like I'm talking it far down not, a slippery slope. It's not as far as you think it is. And you know what? Who Elon Musk is doing like a lot of money for that. And for you women and men out there right now that are saying, hey, Elon Musk was on that videotape getting elevated with Amber Heard. 90% of y'all done the same shit. So don't even try it, because that's Amber Heard. 
She was fine as fucking Aquaman. I don't care. And this is not me being misogynist. Whatever. I'm saying male and female both. Y'all would just because y'all want to hang out with her. Because she seems like a cool chick until you hear about her shitting in coverage. Right. You know but Jason yeah. Momoa looked good as hell in Aquaman too. Oh, like, hell yeah. The script. Like, it's oh, I, dude, identification. It's I heard that there's a chance. There's a chance. Because my, actually, my, my cousin Timmy married a lady when she was, uh, when he was very young in the army. And supposedly she's re- related to Jason Momoa down the line. So my boys got the news back that we're actually related to Aquaman. It's like, don't get me wrong, like third cousin removed or some more like, shit. So that explains my uh, excellent physique over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it explains the way I have no hair at all. <laughs> like Jason Momoa's got like pretty boy hair, but still, I'm not trying to compare myself to Jason Momoa, you know what I'm saying, by, by any means whatsoever. But if y'all see the comparison, you know what I'm saying, it's okay with me. <laughs> What? Uh, I mean, just be, well, we got a little off the uh, beaten, beaten path. path. That's because that's what I do. Yes, yeah, sir. Nah, nah, man, it's straight. No, I, I see what you're saying though, because this vaccine right here, this is gonna be a, uh, it's gonna set a precedent when it comes to things, and I think a lot of people don't realize that. And I know when I say it as an older man, people are like, "Are oh, you talking out your ass?" No, seriously, when stuff like this becomes precedent. It makes it easier for the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. There already were people calling for Kanye to be, quote-unquote, sued like they sued Alex Jones for his comments about the Jews, which we'll talk about in a minute. That's insane. The Jews. You can't say the Jews. The precedent. The Jewish people, motherfucker. The Jewish community. Maybe we need to have a tutorial. Like, Ben Shapiro should come out with a tutorial on how to address his community in a way that is not offensive but is still you know trying to have a conversation clearly Kanye Kanye has gone through an experience that makes him feel whatever he's feeling right now like we talked about before he's lived his life yes you know he's dealt with managers that every episode all three of us say something that somebody don't like for sure you know and that's that's hey we're in America baby that's the right that's our right that's our right by people vote that's why people go out and do the things they do. That's why our military fights like it does. Uh, for those of you that it's hear this before money from China like they do, there's <laughs> uh, public comments that are being taken at this CDC hearing. So if you do yes. hear this before Thursday, and maybe even later into this week, next week, if we get enough comments in there, maybe they just, you know, I don't know if they have to read them all. I'm not claiming they do. I'm just right, saying, right. let your voice be heard. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd really love to get... You know, Rand Paul's take on this. If, like, we could, I know that's a little Man, out there, but how dope would it be to have, you know, even a three minute conversation with the dude running for Senate here in the state? Rand Paul would probably do it too. He's man, been after Fauci. He's ready to get Fauci already. I can't imagine what his opinion on this shit going oh, down yeah. tomorrow is. I haven't seen it. I haven't looked for it. I could probably go look that up. And right. for those people who are like, oh, I hate Rand Paul because this is reason or that, we're not telling you that you have to like him. You can like whoever you want. It's your opinion. This is all about your opinion. But at the same time, we hope that you can distinguish opinion from fact. And if you can't, that's okay too because sometimes. People put their opinions out there as facts. Right. I mean, you got to... I'm making a living out of it. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You got to be able, as an individual, no matter what your age is, the sooner you can learn how to be able to identify information and then at least take some kind of time to be able to identify whether that information is true or not, and then either make your decision and or change your mind, even more importantly, being able to change your mind, it's huge. Say I'm wrong. 
Right. You got to yeah. be able to do it when it's appropriate. And what, no matter how big or small the issue is. So you got to learn how to do that. So the sooner you do that in life, the better off you're going to be. That's just, I mean, that's just my opinion. So let's, so let's discuss at what level that opinion, even when you say you're wrong, is so dangerous that you owe somebody a billion dollars or not Ooh, your bank account. Like to have your crazy. bank account taken away from you. Like, I'm sorry, you can't bank here anymore, sir. Or I'm sorry, give us a code bill. We're going to bankrupt every dollar you've made in the last 10 years trying to do journalism. Like fucking, un- he's got a slant. I don't care that he's got a slant. You've got a slant. And clearly, just like with the coercion and the fucking bullshit with COVID, with the mainstream media and their fact checkers changing their opinions, like people get shit wrong. Like I, and maybe he harassed people. I, I haven't gotten into the details of the case and maybe Nathan Future can give us some insight into it, but it doesn't seem like taking somebody's entire livelihood for them getting a journalistic flaw when all journalists have written something or said something well, that they changed their mind on. Or here's, subjective or opinionated too. Well, here's what's interesting is that the lawyers of the victims was doing a press conference and he was like, you know, and to all the people that support Alex Jones and want to go on his website and buy his stuff, I wouldn't, you know, if this ju- judgment doesn't tell anything, it tells you that it's not a good bet. And it's like, here's what's ironic about that, right? They're cutting off his ability to earn. Right, which would mean what? That then if he's not earning money, therefore he's not going to be able to pay the, the the victims. So why would the lawyer who is representing the victims tell people don't go support this man? That's ass backwards. Why? Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, What's the point of that? And, and again, it, it's, it kind of speaks to what are they afraid of? Like, think about this from an individual standpoint. You should be able to hear the most absurd, ridiculous opinion out there, right? But then it's up to you as the individual to absorb it and then determine based off of whatever, research or just common sense, that was stupid. I'm not, I don't believe that. Come yeah. to your own conclusion. The fact that they won't even allow you to come to your own conclusion, they basically erase you as an individual, like Alex Jones, and then they're allowed to then write stories about you, right? And then unless you're able to figure out a way to get out to people otherwise, they then get to dictate who you are to people, just like with Kanye West. They get to dictate. Now he's some crazy black dude. He's not a billionaire. He's not a... X number time Grammy winner. He's not a you know he's none of those things. He's just this crazy conservative black dude. Like that's that what he's bipolar. Been they to. love throwing like we're all about mental health and accepting people for their mental health. But, yeah, but they always throw and they use that, that, that as like he, don't listen to him. They he's use anything. Crazy. He's they use crazy. anything against you. Chris. Oh, Cuomo's, he's manic. Chris Cuomo did that too at the end of their interview, like towards the end of it. You know, because it had been pretty contentious. This is a twenty minute interview. And uh, he was like, now, brother, I just want to tell you, man, like, you know, I just want to make sure. Are you okay? You taking care of yourself? And he's like, kind of like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to talk. You're going to make it about my health now. And, you know, has to bring up that he's crazy. And the the whole thing, you know, he's poking the bear. He's trying to, you know, it's that negative question. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, so, and then they remove him. And then, look, here's what's beautiful about it. So, then he goes on this podcast. What's it called? The Drink Champs podcast? Yeah. So it goes on that three-hour sit-down format, which is perfect for somebody to be able to give you as much context as you fucking need, right? It's not this chopped-up, 
you you got four minutes to talk. Go. We got a commercial, hard commercial break. We got to go to four minutes. Go. Like you got three hours. Sit down. Now that's old school podcast. Another way it should be where the people ain't calling in. No offense, they love us, but people they're gonna like this is gonna they're gonna like it. We we score Rand Paul. People are gonna be like, hey man, they can have Rand Paul on their podcast. Oh uh, fuck yeah! You so what I'm so like so he goes on his podcast and then he elaborates. Even says, you know what? Well, I probably could have articulated that better. I probably could have explained it in a better way to get my point across. Would you agree that's learning? That's learning 100%, from your mistakes? 100%. Especially, I mean, Here's the thing, though. I, I shouldn't have caveat this, but like, oh, with his mental capacity, because that's something they would do. Right, but here's here's what's ironic. One, they're now removing the video, so you can't see him growing as a person, potentially. But then they also then get to still... Damn, think about how much money you got to have to get the internet washed. Paint, you know what I'm saying? And then they, gotta, then they get to paint the pictures however they want. You're talking so, billionaires. You're not talking millionaires. Millionaires can't get the internet washed. I'm sorry. What well, doesn't matter? So something like he, big. And this is what's hilarious is they're proving his point. That's it. They're proving his point. If I start talking about the wrong people, y'all are going to shut me down. Even as a black man who's supposedly, allegedly, somewhere up there on the hierarchy of the, you know, the the leftist agenda. Uh, 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 what is the word I'm looking for? You know, that uh, the identity uh, politics. I'm up there somewhere, aren't I? Right? Remember George Floyd? You know, that's another thing he did wrong. He spoke out George against George Floyd's that. family is suing him. I don't know if you've seen that yet. For, for his what? comments made. For him speaking on what the coroner already said. I mean, come on. The coroner said it in the court. Yeah. It's funny that, again, they will cover that story so hard, so religiously, indoctrinate you with it. And then when information comes out that destroys their narrative, they, they'll they cover for about three minutes. They're like, oh, the coroner said he died. <laughs> right. He okay, had to have a large amount of... The fentanyl that we are fear-mongering you all with, with the deaths all over the country in the last couple of years... That fentanyl, he had that in his system at the time that this occurred. Like three times the legal amount of an overdose would be. So if but, you don't know what fentanyl is, fentanyl is what people buy when they can find because it can be cheaper than heroin. It's mm-hmm. worse than the brand new Oxycontin. Oh, yeah. By far. Yeah, yeah. And Oxycontin, if you haven't seen Dope Sick on Hulu, I recommend you go watch that show. It has Michael Keaton in his comeback performance to me because Michael Keaton was good in the 80s to me. But, I mean, he was the first Batman. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I my kid can Keaton's fucking Batman. act, dude. He's badass. Yeah, he was my Batman. You know what I'm saying? I was 18 years old when that shit came out. But Jack Nicholson is Joker? But shit. they're proving the point that yeah. you can't challenge a certain type of people. Yeah. And, and look, if he's saying, okay, well, are 60 to 70% of the producers or whatever, the, uh, the uh, moguls in the music industry, are they Jewish? Oh yeah, they are. Oh, okay, well, uh, you know, our X number percent of the of the managers are they Jewish? Yeah, okay. Here comes the influx of anti-Semitic. And here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. Feedback here's for the thing. What's anti-Semitic? Anti-Semitic is just like racist, right? I'm busting your balls. No, but I yeah, know. And you know what I mean? It's a, it's a good point to bring up because exactly. this is what they do. They use it. They use it as a weapon because because he's a black man. Well, now we can say he's anti-Semitic. They say Donald Trump is anti-Semitic. He has Jewish grandkids. Do you think he doesn't love Jewish people? I mean, if you don't like some Jewish people, does that make you anti-Semitic? Or are you allowed to not like Jewish people? Quick insert. Jewish people, Christian people, y'all believe in 60% of the same shit. Now, I shouldn't call the Bible shit, but you believe in 60% of that. 
Well, I mean, it's also like it's, they're basically the Old white Testament people, so is what act... Jewish people believe in. They and don't Jewish believe in the New Testament. Are, Jewish people are white people, so like, why are we acting like they're not white people? Exactly. They're no, the rest of no, white don't people get me wrong. are allowed to be attacked. <laughs> right. We're being completely honest. Like, yeah, but Hasidic Jew like... people, like that, have the beards and they're like Orthodox Jewish, like heavy metal was Jewish nah, Judaism, like, insane, like where they don't let women in the temple still and things like that. That's something that we'd have to have a discussion about that would be longer than what this podcast is going to be tonight. You know no, what I'm but, saying? But, but the point remains, though. If you target a certain type of white person, it's fine. Yeah. But don't say Jewish because it, that's proven his point. And I just – maybe he just needs to say names. Give us all the names. He does. Come out in a long format. Right. Well, he's called the Clintons out. He was talking about the Clintons during covid uh, on the phone with the Kardashians pushing the Did you COVID vaccination yes. in the multiple celebrities. Like, that was interesting. Yeah, and also the one of my favorite things that, that he was talking about, too. Damn, I just lost my, my, my train of thought. But was the fact that, like you said, he was, uh, he came out, he's not afraid to shock and awe. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. But he was also, when he came out with the Trump hat on SNL and he talked about people were telling him, you should wear that out there, dude. Yeah. Don't wear that out there, dude. He or said, my, well, my wife told me it was little dick energy to wear this hat. Yeah. And he was like, and I still, like, I'm like, bro, I love it when he talks like that. I love that they tried to silence him and they're continuing to. And, and like he's said, exposing it. That's the thing. And, you know, look. if His few with Pete Davidson on Twitter was hilarious. But don't get me wrong. To, they try to turn him into a villain. It's like it's just Caitlyn Jenner's tell another that perfect did, example. Tell Caitlyn me that Jenner, didn't. Tell me that didn't improve Pete Davidson's style. Oh, for sure, dude. When, having, a few, having a few with Yay, come on. So then Caitlyn Jenner comes out for it's one WWE. of the first prominent transgenders, exactly. right? Uh, Woman of the Year in Vogue or Vanity Fair, whatever the fuck it was. We was talking about Burt Kaiser earlier. He had her on the cabin. Is on soon, Netflix, he had Caitlyn Jenner on. She's like, I have 10 million Instagram she came followers. Out and says she was a conservative. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a dude. That's what they said. Like, they fucking immediately were like, nah, I'm Flip the script on her ass. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm and, not, and she fits the uh, typical, like, you'd think right. that she'd be supported right. from whatever her beliefs are. So it's not about the individual or the community it's about the belief system of that individual the identity politics is a weapon it's a racket that that way they can compartmentalize and say you're this this or this boom you're also this because you meet these categories we're going to call you this ism so that's what they use that class warfare almost but they use it as an identity thing so there's quote-unquote individual individuality which there's not and then they use that all the while they ultimately just are Fucking fascists. They just want to control we, people. We most certainly will call out motherfucking we call fluffineggers. You know what I'm saying? People that, that are like fluffing stuff up, that are oh, trying yeah. to, oh yeah, they're just trying to make money off this or whatever. And there's no doubt in my mind that Kanye West and Pete Davidson may really have beef or whatever, but it's not a serious beef. Both those guys understand the business. And they're both, okay, well, fuck this. Ye is already in the position where there's no such thing as bad publicity, motherfucker. You know, I mean, that's a fucking no. fact. And I mean, no, don't get me wrong. It gets r- ridiculous nowadays in the year 2022. It gets ridiculous. Look at the Alice Jones lawsuit. Right. And I'm not saying that because, hey, hey, y'all heard me on this podcast. He'd bring up Alex Jones, and I'd be like, shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> and he'd be like, no, fuck you, and he'd argue his case. But go ahead. Well, and it ties into Bitcoin. Uh, mm-hmm. to, not to get started back on that track. Hey, but, lots uh, of people said thank you for all the information. Well, yeah. They, they said thank you for all the information. It. I didn't know about that. 
they uh, specifically point out the fact that you were uh, making a big, it was so much easier for them to understand when you said mining is like running software. That one statement stuck in so many people's heads and it's stuck in mine. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh, it's just like running software. And I repeated that to so many people. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it turns the whole deal from something that looks hard like mining gold to something that is, oh, I run all types of software all fucking day long. <laughs> on like, my phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, on my phone. Yeah. I get alerts and shit. <laughs> it, Amazon, 10 miles right. away. You know. It definitely ties back into Bitcoin with the freedom and the ability. And I don't know if it is all a racket and it's all good pub. Maybe Kanye's already invested in Bitcoin. And so like, you know, this JP Morgan stuff, but it doesn't seem like the biggest bankers in the world, the people in control of stuff would even need to operate on a pitch this to everyone level. Like, to be using Kanye to push their... Like, Agenda? You, you said it's a... Poss- like, your big thing was, did the CIA set it up with Satoshi as the name to try yeah. and convince yeah. people to do something? So, from that that perspective, is this all a big show? Just like with Pete Davidson. Is J.P. Morgan and Kanye's beef right now? Is this all a act to put Dog on Bitcoin? Show. Yeah. Or to put against Bitcoin that he's going to go move his money to Bitcoin and then they're going to say, see, we have this anti-Semite that's moving his money to be able to share it with whatever he's doing on this decentralized software and demonize it. Why is when anybody it, else's fucking business cares, how I but... spend my money or how I earn it or how I spend it or, or how I earn it or anything? Or if I give it away to the guy at the homeless fucking thing because I've talked to him 20 times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who the fuck is anybody tell me what to do with the money that I've earned and put in my pocket by whatever means necessary? I hear you for sure. I just think that it's it's amazing that we've gotten to a point in our country where we have people who are losing the capability to function in a quote-unquote free market because mainly of, of a political ideology. Because of a political ideology, right? And that's... Yeah. And, and here's where, you know, it's I'm... You got to say conservative only because right now it's all mainly being cloaked under the left. But this is October. By two weeks from now, I go out and vote. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely. But you know, as if you look at the two options we have right now available in America, primarily it's the Democrats, which is mainly compiled of a bunch of leftists, and then you've got the Republicans, conservatives, and then some neocons, rhinos, you know, fake ones. Tulsi Gabbard might become a Republican. Maybe she'll be an independent, but she definitely left the Democratic Party, which is amazing because it's ironic. She was one of the only Democrats I ever was like, she could probably be a good president. Like, she's she's solid. Same. So it's Let's ironic go. that she's now left the that's Democratic Party. That's, Same. that's ironic. But so f- when you look at it from that standpoint, you know, you can be black. You can be Herschel Walker, beloved, before he comes out as a conservative. And then it's like... Tear that black man down. Found any information you can about him. Horrible Ooh, he father. Had, it's ironic. Oh, he had abortions. Even though we love abortions. Exactly. <laughs> we love abortions, but he did it. He did it, so hate him for it. It's, it's a like, bad what, thing. Hey, hey please yeah. don't kill us. Please don't kill like, us. What, how can it be? And it's just like with gay. They do it all the time, right? Like, we support the LGBTQ, but one of the first things they want to say. They're going to come out with this now. They end it with. To a to a to a quote unquote manly man, oh, he's probably gay, right? They they go with the negative shit that they 
proudly support and then they bash somebody over the head with it. So it isn't necessarily about the identities. It's about, yeah, I got you. It's about that. It's about that identity or the, the the political beliefs. Don't challenge the status quo, which is exactly what Ye is talking about. Don't speak up about certain things and we are going to show you why you should not do that. And anytime somebody is threatening or coercing you to do a certain action, I strongly advocate that you take all consideration and all time needed to come to a place where you feel comfortable with the decision. Don't let somebody force you into some shit through any of those means. Y'all both gay. Please don't kill us. <laughs>